Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Wang Bang Podcast for a very special Warrior Wang Bang Wednesday. I'm joined here by the Genio James Liao. How's it going, man? What's good, man? Well, we're going into a game six, which, uh, you know, let, let's be honest. After the first 12 minutes of uh, game five, we didn't think was going to happen. But, hey, the Warriors survived the uh, the Kevin Durant injury. Uh, put their heads down. What does Michael Booth say? Put, the, put, his head, put their heads down and gutted it out? Yeah. Power through, yeah. Power through. Down, power through, yeah. <laughs> uh, ended the game on an incredible uh, 9-2 run. The Warriors, uh, I mean, I thought they were done. Our, our text message uh, or our text message, our, our G-chat correspondence was basically, fuck, we're done, good season, GG, Kawhi too good. <laughs> he was, I mean, he, clo- he basically closed us out, you know, at that point. But oh, then, man. Uh, to, 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 uh, you know, to make another... Arrested Development reference, but he may have uh, prematurely blew his wad <laughs> on uh, what was supposed to be a dry run. So, well, I don't know if there's anything dry, uh, any dry runs when it comes to NBA Finals. That's true, that's true. So. Game five, when you're uh, about to win the series and all your fans are uh, antsy, ready to celebrate, and the tunnels are, you know, they're they're getting the champagne ready in the tunnels or whatever. Uh, I, I can, you know, two, this is two days later, and I still can't believe we pulled that one out. And, you know, credit to the grind and grit of this team and, you know, 110% and all of the cliches. But, man, like, and, and, you know, if you think about it, it's not like they played awesome, you know, lights out in the past three minutes, in the last three minutes, right? In the end, they only made three baskets, um, but these were very well drawn plays, um, you know, and also very good instincts by the players. You know that, that I think that Steph Curry three pointer was a, a drawn up play. I think the clay yeah. um, first you know, clay three was a drawn up play. Exactly, yeah. and but that last one was you know off a rebound. Steph pushes it, uh, dishes it to Iggy, who instantly you know fires it to Draymond, who rotates it to Clay. I, I mean, that was pure instinct and just, you know, experience, right? Like, but other than that, you know, there was a bunch of botched uh, possessions. The Warriors turned it over twice in that, uh, in those final three minutes. They, you know, uh, Boogie Cousins got destroyed on, on the pick and roll by, or not the pick and roll, but the switch by Kyle Lowry. There were still a lot of glaring mistakes in those final, final three minutes. But again, it, it was a grinded out, uh, sort of effort that you know the defending champs were able to pull out. I'm I'm still shocked. The uh, yeah, I mean, remember those Demarcus minutes probably would have went to Kevon if he was healthy and able right. to close out that game. Like, yeah, definitely. I still yeah. So I mean, we had Demarcus in there because he was playing well. Like you know, Bogut played two minutes. He wasn't gonna play like to close out the game. So the only options we have at center are. You know, in that instance, was Kavon and, and Demarcus, and in most cases, we would not be playing Demarcus uh, mm-hmm. to close the game. But you know, he was playing well, and Kavon's out, so it's like I don't know. <laughs> we yeah. we didn't have much choice. Well, I, I, I still, but... you know, uh, uh, an Andrew Bogut with fresh legs. I, I 
you know, I, I think he would have been in the game if DeMarcus didn't have such a good second quarter, and we'll get yeah, him that in a that's second. that's what I mean. It's like he had such a good game that, you know, Kerr had to write him, basically. Yeah, well, he had a really good second quarter. He didn't have a good uh No, he had, a, he had some spots. I mean, the, near the end of the game, yeah, he wasn't good. But, um, you know, yeah, second quarter, he was very good. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he, he wasn't, like, you know, defensively he was bad. But, like, offensively, it wasn't like, you know. Yeah, atrocious. Individually, uh, um, individually, defensively, he was bad. But right, you know, I thought his help defense was you know better. Mm-hmm. You know, not as still. I mean, there's still going to be problems with Boogie on defense. Always going to have problems. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like individually, his really glaring weaknesses is falling for the same fucking move every time. The Kyle Lowry drive. Yeah, it's pump a fake. fucking joke, man. I'm like, how many times <laughs> are you going to fall for that, dude? He's literally driving in the lane, pump faking you, waiting for you to fly by and getting a layup. Yeah. And then you, he fell for it like four times. Yeah, so I, I hope. Last time, the last one, he got beat and then got the, the block goaltend. or the uh, goaltend. Yeah, yeah. No. because he reacted too slow. He finally, like after like on his fourth attempt, decided to, oh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't jump right away. And then Lara just got the shot up really quick and then. He's just like, and that's like, the thing. Is... Like, you're Demarcus Cousins. You're seven foot. Like Lowry is like, you know, Lowry, Lowry's athletic, but he's only six one or something. I mean, get your hand up. Don't leave your feet. Bother the shot. I mean, you're not going to block him necessarily, but if he has to do a pie arcer over you, fine. You know that it is what it is. At least. But that's like... the that's the downside, right? Because you, with Loon, you have the mobility, right? So Loon will play good sound defense. He'll move his feet. You know, and they go keep his hands up. And then, you know, basically what Lowry ends up doing in a lot of those instances, he ends up dribbling to the other side because he has no shot. Yeah. Right. So I think he'll just like take it back out because everything's shut off. But DeMarcus doesn't move his feet well. You know, he, he never plays with his arms like up. You know, he's yeah. always playing defense with his arms down. Yeah, like just bad point. mechanics, you know. And then like so when he's ready to challenge the shot. You know, it's too late. It's already too late. Yeah, he's already got it off the backboard, and he's jumping to block it. I'm just like, dude, can you play defense with your hands up at least. You're seven feet. Like, I don't understand. His, I, his I think he's like, he tries so to poke it away. I mean, you've seen it before where he yeah. tries to like, you know, like he he actually picked. I remember Kyrie Irving's pocket a couple times uh, in the Boston game earlier this, this season. But you're right. I mean, it's lazy defense. And, you know, at fourth quarter and, you know, in a game where he played 20 minutes, he's probably tired. And I, I think that's one of those things that just Kerr needs to really look at and say, you know, this is the win. Like, we should just set the expectation for DeMarcus Cousins that, hey, you know, you have – you're going to get 12 to 15 minutes. Use your energy wisely. Because if you're not sure – if you're Boogie Cousins and you're not sure how many minutes you're going to get, you, you you might be giving it all in that second quarter the way he did uh, in in game in game five, right? I mean, he, what, that's eleven points in nine minutes or something. I mean, something yeah. awesome in that second quarter. And after that, I, I don't think he had much you know much left in the tank. And um, we we squeaked this one out. But had we lost this game, you know that. Boogie, Boogie's bad defense in that fourth quarter might have been one of the things that I would have pointed to. Um, yeah, I mean, 19 minutes and 30 seconds of playing time. I mean, probably that should have been at around 15 with Looney playing, right? The last couple of minutes, right? right. So, I mean, Looney was at 17.50. So, yeah, that's, 
you know, if he played the last four and a half minutes, he would have been up to 23, which is kind of roughly how much he plays anyways. And then the market well, should be at 15, right? Well, he would have had the Jay Bell minutes too, which were a fucking disaster. Fucking disaster. <laughs> Jesus. Like completely turned his head, lost a Baca on it, like on a cut. I was like, oh my God. Like what? Uh, just, hey, just Jordan, basic, I mean, so. he play, I can't believe he played four minutes. Like, I thought he was going to be a short stint, and then I guess he had that little jump hook that he made yeah. uh, in the lane. So I think he made that shot, and Kurt was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then I mean, he kept that was him all in, like, Quinn two possessions, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, it was all Quinn Cook. But, you know, second, like, kept them in for, like, two extra possessions, and then I was like, yeah, bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After yeah. two Serge Ibaka baskets, you're like, yeah. Got to yank him. Yeah, made a huge mistake going back yeah, to the rest of the development. <laughs> just, just terrible, man. Yeah, terrible. yeah. Well, and you know, this we'll go back and forth between what happened in Game Five and what to expect for Game Six. But Boogie going to Game Six, I, I guess he's going to start, right? This is this is the roller coaster of Boogie Cousins, and you know, I, I've I've trashed him, then praised him, then trashed him again. Why does he have praised... to though? Why? <laughs> No, but I'm serious. If if Looney can play, why can't we start Looney? Yeah. Right. Well, like, this is why I don't get about Kerr something. Like at some point, you just got to be like, yo, like we're not. There's no. We're not dealing with any of this shit anymore. There's fucking two games left in the season. Like you either. You're. I'm just gonna play whoever I think is gonna help. Like yeah. I'm not gonna play Boogie Cousins to you know help his ego. I'm not. I don't give a fuck about that. There's two games left. You know. Let me just fucking play the best guy. So start Looney and then have Cousins play the second unit minutes. He should have had that attitude at the beginning of game four, I'll I'll say. (laughs) You know what I mean? Dude, he was about – so that was the other thing was that, you know, DeMarcus was basically going to get DMP'd if KD didn't get injured. Like they were literally just not going to play him. Like they they were straight up just like putting Looney in, you know. Everybody else in, and like Demarcus was the next center. Like, no, even did Bogut play in the first half? He did. Yeah, right? Bo- I think yeah. Bogut got in before. Yeah. Uh, before DMC. So did. they had Bogut in the rotation before Demarcus. So Kerr was ready to not play him, which is like good because that's just the right approach. He had a bad game four, and we can't afford that in an elimination game. You know. Yeah. So I think you know game six, Bogut's going to be on a short leash. And if it's clear that he doesn't have it, like he should not be playing more than like ten minutes, you know, yeah, seven eight minutes. Like if he doesn't have it, like just yank him and yeah. just and, go to lose. And you're right about that second unit thing. I mean that that's where he did does his the most. Yeah, time. it has to be. Uh, and I hope Kerr recognizes for the games moving forward. Uh, overall, as the for the center rotation, I'm, I even though we don't have KD, I I don't think it's a terrible idea to have Draymond you know run the small ball five uh, for some minutes. We'll have to stomach Alfonso McKinney in the game and just pray that he a doesn't get switched on to uh, Kawhi Leonard and b you know can hit one corner three at least. Um, one good thing about Alfonso McKinney is he, he'll get you some rebounds at least. I mean, he's not the same rematter that Kevin Durant is. He's not the, the shot blocker that Kevin Durant is, but I'll tell you this much. He'll definitely at least get some rebounds. He'll hustle rebounds. for the boards. Yeah. 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 A lot better than Sean. And, uh, you know, I, I know Quinn hustles, but Quinn's also like my height. So, yeah. uh, he's got, he's got a lot of vertical challenges there. So I, I, I want I want Kurt to at least try it. 
um, you know, you and I have covered ad nauseum how, you know, uh, Alfonso McKinney's shortcomings on defense. But I think we have to try it because the center minutes are a very, very sensitive uh, area right now, especially with Looney as a question mark. You know, um, I was kind of looking at the roster. It was funny. There was you and I, and, and I think some other people also online had discussed why, um, you know, Damien was not uh, uh, Lee, not Jones, but yeah. uh, like Damien could be a play, could have been a player in this series, you know, N- no, potentially. The no, well, yes, if we had added it, added him to the playoff no, roster. No, no, I mean, I'm saying like active, kept him active as a active player, roster, like a guy on the roster. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, he definitely. could, as opposed to like you know DJ, you know, because we just have so many centers. Like, what are you gonna do with Damian Jones on so, the active roster? Uh, so right? there's one thing that I'm not sure about is could you? I I, I think what it is is it, it. I don't think it's it's like that. Like. Because for Damian Jones to be activated to our our final playoff roster, I think it would have meant that we would have had to actually cut somebody. I don't think it's a matter of just turning somebody in. I thought Damian was converted to a. Oh, you know what? Damian might still be a two way. I think so he's still a two way, and, and that's, that's why, the only way he's on the roster. That's yeah, right. yeah. So, so that's why it was one of those things. Like, I, you know, Slater and I think Kabakami, they they talk about it a lot. What they don't talk about is. If you had put him on the playoff roster, you, I think you would have had to cut somebody. Yeah, yeah, because you would have to convert him, I think. Exactly. Right, because I mean, right now he's just on a two-way contract. So, yeah, yep. he, we never convert him. He's a two-way. That's right. Yep, I agree. And, and I completely agree that he would have been – He would have been, been interesting, the, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just have one other shooter. It's not like – A lot know. better than Alfonso. I mean, Alfonso well, started the season like – you know, sixty percent on threes or something, and then he got an injury and yeah, fell off the cliff. Yeah, fell off. Yeah, the cliff. but Damien was a stable, you know, forty percent, forty, forty-one percent throughout. This, yeah, I mean, he would have been good, but we already have Quinn Cook, right? And Quinn Cook is a little bit more versatile offensively. He can create shots. Uh, I don't think either, like him and Damien, aren't really good defenders, but Damien, I guess, has a little bit more size. It, it it was a tough one, and I, and I agree. Like, in, you know, do we really see Damian Jones as the center of the future? I, I don't think so. I think. No, but, you know, it's just one of those things that's interesting. He shot 39.7% from threes in the mm-hmm. season, right? So it's just it's, it's just funny because it's, it's one of those things where we're so lacking on offense. Like, yeah. or the spacing is so poor. Like, our offensive rating has been okay, like – you know, given that we don't have KD and stuff, like, I think it's been fine, but, like, the spacing is so bad. Like, just having another shooter out there helps so much. Like, you could see with KD, just, you know, obviously Damien's not the same level as that, not even close, but still, is it somebody who can make a freaking three pointer, mm-hmm. you know, creating space for Steph uh, to operate? Uh, yeah, he everything. fucking made three of them in 11 minutes. That was, that was insane. Yeah, like, <laughs> the thing, like, you know, think about that because, you know, there's certain matchups where it doesn't really kind of work, right? Against the, the Rockets, he's dead. No way he plays against the Rockets, right? But against the Raptors, like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't think the only guy who can really hurt you is Kawhi, right? And if they're just going to keep going at him with Kawhi and draining him and, and stuff like that, then it's going to be like how Houston played us, right? I mean, I just think... You know, there's, you know, having shooters who are not 
good defenders like Quinn and Damian, it doesn't hurt us as much against the Raptors as it does, you know, against somebody like Houston. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they have to be making their shots at their averages, and I, I don't yeah. know how well Quinn's shooting this series. He, I think he's been okay. It was just that o of five in Game Four that, that yeah, that, really that's hurting his average hurt us. for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it hurt us in that game, right? Because you know he makes three or four of those. You know, we're within striking distance at the end of the game. And... Yeah, in the playoffs, he's shooting thirty four point four percent on threes. Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you're so that's going up against, about league average. Yeah, and so, you're going up against better competition, less. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, you're playing against shittier teams. It, yeah. Stakes it, are higher and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Steph and Clay real quick. I, we'll we'll definitely get back to Katie's injury, but uh, Steph and Clay, awesome game. Clay was, I think, you know, made, drained seven threes, played good defense. Actually, in the beginning, there were some head scratchers. Um, you know, he was. Like he he had some silly fouls. Like he played with foul trouble in the beginning of the game. I don't know if you remember that, but he had two fouls. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Draymond early too, yeah. Exactly. So it was overall kind of a very very tightly called game up until the the last fifteen seconds when Boogie had the offensive call of offensive foul call, which was one of the craziest things I'd ever seen. Um, but yeah, like they they Steph and Clay played really well. I I think. Clay, you know, maybe that first quarter was was a little hesitant on defense uh, after a second foul for good reason. But overall, you know, especially in that fourth quarter, I, I don't want to say he locked down Kawhi, but after Kawhi had gone on that, you know, ten two run or whatever it was, uh, Clay held uh, held him in check for the for the final possessions. Yeah, I agree. And you know, you and I have talked about this about the best options on Kawhi are Clay and Iggy. Like yep. the Draymond thing, you can maybe get away with it for a couple of possessions, but um, you know, I just think Kawhi, um, you know, offensively, he's I think he's still a little too quick for Draymond. Um and then Draymond likes to he, I feel like he reaches a little bit sometimes on against perimeter guys and stuff like that. I mean it works, you know, he's got good hands, but you know, I just I feel like Andre and Clay play better like man up defense against yeah. Kawhi. Like they move their feet, they kind of keep their hands up, you know, and then like get into his, uh, you know, get into his lanes and then like, you know, cut off his, his passing lanes and stuff like that. So I just feel like from an individual defensive perspective, Clay or Iggy should be on him at all times. And then Dre's going to be the guy that's roaming off of, you know, whoever, um, you know, helping Siakam or whatever, you know. Yeah, I, I feel like in this series, you know, uh, length was was more important on Kawhi than than actual strength. I mean, you, you need to put a body on Kawhi when he's going for those offensive boards, and mm-hmm. definitely killed us on those a couple times. And I, I don't think Clay or he stand a chance trying to box yeah. him out. But w- when it comes to you know, he had face six. Up, he, oh my god, Kawhi had so, six O boards. <laughs> he had so many in traffic, like just on, on, like he had like two or three in traffic, like just over guys and then just like putting back or like just passing it out. I was, I remember there was one late where he like grabbed a big ass rebound, had a layup. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't, I, I will go back to Steph uh, cause we haven't talked about him yet, but you know, Kawhi, like I, I hope, and this isn't a, I, I hope Kawhi gets injured sort of thing, but I hope Kawhi, you know, used the last of his legs and he just won't have it anymore for the, for the rest of the series. Like, I kind of 
like you kind of saw that he wasn't really that good for most of the game anyway, and he just kind of turned it on to as that last push to get them that, you know, get them over the edge to hopefully close out. And you know, I I feel like he might have used all his legs in that in that little final stretch. And I know it sounds silly, but it, you know that'll take it out on people. You know how much it, how much they probably had to exert to you know fight for those offensive rebounds to to make the play where you get the board, come down, pull up and you know, drain a three in traffic, you know, all of those plays, like, you know, you saw it at the end, like nurse said, his players look tired. He had those two timeouts. And even after those two timeouts, Kawhi's three was like an air ball. It yeah. It was, was like cr- a fadeaway too. Yeah. Yeah. Credit, credit Clay's defense, but you know, he, he had no problem hitting that shot, you know, three minutes before. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think that's something interesting to watch. And, and again, you know, kind of crossing my fingers and hoping that the Toronto Raptors sputter out like the two, 2016 Warriors. You know, um, I, I forget. I think it's Strauss that talks about this. But he says, like, you know, the, the Warriors back in 2016 kind of gave themselves, you know, X amount of games to get this championship. And they would have gotten it had Draymond not gotten suspended. Yeah, game five, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So after, you know, they were like, they had left it all out on in game four, had expected to, you know, game five to be that last game they'd need to play. But, oh, lo and behold, you know, lose game five, lose, lose game six, and then you're in a dogfight for game seven. They just didn't have it in them to, to like, the energy for, for those last three games. They weren't planning on it. And you, you got to wonder if maybe Kawhi wasn't planning on that either, right? Like, everyone thought the Warriors were dead. Um, you know, we had a little bit of a KD flash, but uh, other than that, the moment he went down, probably the Raptors thought... That they had a chance. So. Well, they, they definitely knew they had a chance. Yeah, yeah, and they and they kind of used the last of their legs to get. It. So I, I think that's one of those interesting things to to see, especially for, you know, a, a team that needs to fly cross continent. You know, Toronto to the Bay Area is is no joke. Um, let, let, let's talk Steph Curry. Uh, surprisingly, not that great of a shooting game. Um, and I remember looking at stats earlier. He's he's not shooting that well for the series. I think it's forty two percent on field goals, thirty five from three. So as you said, that th- those are good numbers for the playoffs, but they're not. They're not Steph Curry MVP numbers. Yeah. And, um, you know, credit Raptors, man. They, they you know. Box are, one, baby. Triangle yeah, they, two. They will. They they didn't really play triangle two. I think they did it for like two <laughs> two plays or something. Yeah. But, I mean, that's almost. You, you can't even really tell because they were just kind of trapping him. So, it's not really. I don't think there were two guys following him at all times. Like, it wasn't Davidson. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, dude, they have good defenders. Van Fleet is a physical defender, you know, and then Lowry and Danny Green. Uh, it's mostly Green and Van Fleet that's on step, but Green has great length, you know. He's a, you know, all-NBA defender for, you know, previously. So, you know, yeah, he's got the And chops. a lot of experience. Yeah, he knows how to guard Steph. Like, you know, these guys have, um, you know, he played us so much in, um, in uh, San Antonio and stuff. Like, he knows how to guard him. So yeah. it's just one of those things where, you know, they t- definitely had the right personnel to uh, kind of play us tough, especially with KD out, you know, so the burden is completely on Steph to make plays. So, you know, it also makes it easier, you know, from a defense perspective, right? So they just kind of hone in on Steph as they've done all, all series and, um, you know, force him into tough shots. So his percentages are going to go down. Now, of course, 
the counter example I would give is, you know, the 11, 11 minutes that KD did play. Mm-hmm. That was, you saw how much easier Steph was able to score, right? He was so much more efficient. Like, he was, what, like, you know, two or three on three and then, like, you know, four or five or something overall. Like, you know, he had, like, 15 points or something like that. Yeah, he he went nuts that first quarter. Yeah, because there's just, like, there's so much more room. Like, because they're not trying to send send two guys at him at all times, you know? And it's that, stuff like that just gets, you know, you can't discount that. Like, you know, it's like Steph is having a subpar series in terms of like efficiency because there's there's no other Nobody option. Else. Yeah. So so let me change the question on you. Um, is he capable of having a, a nuclear game despite Toronto having the, the defense that they have? Because ultimately, you know, we've seen four and three. 4.75 quarters of uh, defense on Steph Curry. And, and he hasn't had that game where we're like, oh, wow. You know, I, I guess, you know, going back to game three, what, 47 points. But still, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a, a phenomenal shooting night. It was still below 50%. Um, are, are we, is he capable of shooting, you know, uh, 15 of 24, you know, uh, eight of nine on threes, you know, that kind of Steph Curry game? I mean, you, you, you already. I mean, Steph, you can't really count him out on that. I think, you know, I think there's always a chance. Now, what the likelihood of that? I would say is pretty slim. You know, it's just like we're so deep in the playoffs now, um, and just expecting him to like kind of shoot like on a regular, um, you know, regular season day. You know, where he's kind of feeling pretty good. Like, I just think that'd be hard to um, expect somebody. This yeah. late in the season. I, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I'm also like I would be shocked if he went six games in the NBA finals without one game like that. Um I I think just you know, statistically, you know, historically. Oh, we, historically, we know, yeah. There's we know chance. he has that game in him and we haven't seen it yet. And you know, it's just a matter of will he un- be able to unleash it when it when it matters, which is e- either game six or game seven. You know, preferably game six, um, so we can worry about game seven later. But uh, I I think this is I, I feel it coming. Uh, what 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 do you uh, Game of Thrones fans say? Winter's coming. Yes, you uh, think, Cur- you think Curry's Curry's coming. Game Curry's. six. I think game six is is you know you got to go with your you know game six clay, dude. That's, sure. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Game six clay, storm. man. Yeah, game it's... six clay storm, and then uh, game seven curry storm. You realize, you realize that's what it's going to take, right? Oh like, yeah, no doubt. This is this is basically what we're up against. You know, every game, like it's just it has to be one of these ridiculous games. Like, you know, game two. Um, if you take a look, I mean, Clay and, and Steph combined for twenty three and twenty five, so fifty points. But we also got great contributions from Draymond, who yep. had 17 points. And then Demarcus had his good game at 11 mm-hmm. points and six assists and 10 boards. You know? yeah. And Quinn made those three threes that were huge. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's true. So it's like, dude, if you're not – and Sean gave us six points. That was another big one. Bogut had the three tips you know, or the three lobs, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't it, – it, you know – if you're going to get 50 to 60, you're going to need 50 to 60 from Steph and Clay, 
And then everywhere, where's the rest of the 45 points going to come from? Yeah, well, uh, I I see where you're going with this, and we'll we'll get in that right after I make my point about game two. But remember, like Clay, you know, Clay went down with an injury, I think, in the middle of the third, right? Yeah. Which which kind of explains where some of the other points came yeah. from. Um, so that is slightly skewed yeah, a bit because he's um, only 32 minutes that game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so the points kind of came from somewhere else because there were just more minutes for it. Um, in you know, and I think that might have. Quinn Cook, right, might have been one of the the benefactors of that. Um, but yeah, let, let's let's talk numbers for Game Six because you're right. You know, wh- where do we find a hundred points, right? Where do we, you know, we won with a hundred and six points in Game Five. How many did it take in Game Two? I think one hundred nine. One hundred nine, yeah. right? So how do we come up with you know a hundred and eight yeah. points? Exactly, and it's got to be, be close to one ten, basically, to have a chance. Like you know, got to be one hundred five and. And higher, you know, and then defensively, you got to hold them, um, you know, obviously in, in the low 100s. Yeah, in the low 100s. But like you want to be like we I want to be like 105 to 110, like scoring wise. Right. And then obviously, you know, the more the merrier. But let's be realistic. It's probably going to be somewhere around there. Like if we're scoring 92, like we did in game four, we're not winning shit, dude. Like, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you, you don't want to turn it into a, like a 1990s uh, Bulls Pistons basketball game or something. Dude, or... some of those are fucking ridiculous. It was like <laughs> 74 to like yeah. 68 or whatever. You're yeah. just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do they play three quarters of basketball? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> just running clock. Yeah. They didn't, like, they the didn't stop it for the free throws. Dude, it's crazy. Dude. Every shot is like two seconds on the shot clock. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, so going back to you know the 105 points. Yeah, how do you even get there? Yeah, right? right. Like Stefan Clay, uh, minimum need 50, but comfortably. 55, ideally. Right? Yeah, you know. yeah, comfortably. We want him at 55. Draymond capable of doing I mean he's only had he only had 10 points last game maybe even less um he, he's capable of doing more I think he can give us you know 13 14 so let's say that puts us at 70 and, and then after that where do we find 35 points from the rest of this yeah career? that's the crazy part right so you know you're gonna need we're gonna need first of all you know Andre and Draymond needs to make threes they just yeah. have to make them. Yeah. They're just okay. like it, it basically just comes down to that. They're gonna leave Demarcus. He needs to make one or two, you know, the on the times that they leave him. Um Quinn needs to make his, you know, one to two threes a game. Yeah. You know, we need Kevon to get, you know, uh probably ten to twelve points, you know. Yeah. And then and, she- and if he plays, like if he gets his full, you know, 25 to 28 yeah you can count like, on you 10, can, yeah yeah you can get yeah eight ten points easy from him yeah, so that's kind of a put backs and like you know layups around the basket off pick and rolls and stuff yeah, yeah. no i know and then oh man i'm just looking at the roster and you know we did yeah we didn't really talk like about four. we didn't really talk about sean but boy he's has he been bad this series oh yeah. my god and you know i i Raptors, you know, better defensive team for sure. But I'm surprised, you know, we're used to seeing him get those cuts, you know, and yeah. finishing off uh, drives from Trey or Steph. And, and again, credit Raptors D. They're they're a lot smarter. But we just haven't seen those baseline cuts from, from Livingston that, 
you know, we're used to seeing. So that I think that's usually where he gets his most of his points, those little dunks. Yeah. Um, and once in a while, he'll get like a little pull up around the free throw line. But I'll tell you what he never makes now is I used to see him off the break, just kind of, you know, when one on three, you know, he just pull up from the free throw line. That almost is yeah. automatic. Like yeah. he, he, 12 he to 15 foot. He'll just yeah. pull up. Yeah. Yeah. He can't do that anymore. And that that's killing us. Um, he, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to find offense from him. It's hard to find offense from Zoe. You know, maybe you expect like three points from him, four points from him, but somebody needs to go off. Like it, it you can't just be playing the averages and expect to win. Like we, you know, I think you and I were talking about this earlier. If you look at the box score from game uh, five, game five, yeah, look at Toronto's like distribution of scoring. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, when you look at that, you're like. Oh yeah, that that's that's a game that they they win. You know, you don't need to see the other team's box score. Like it was evenly distributed. They're the Raptors. I'm sure they played good defense. Like they had seven people in double digits or something, six or seven. I mean, it, it's really impressive. Um, while the Warriors, I think, like not nah, six people four. in double digits. Yeah, six. Yeah. Okay. Green had four and Powell had two and Pat McCaw had zero. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. only they, played they played nine guys. That's true, yeah. yeah. They they don't really so. <laughs> they don't really run deep. Yeah. But I mean you look at the Warriors, it was like like, you know, Steph and Clay, you know, like, you know, thirty points each or whatever, and then K D had his eleven points, t- you know, Draymond at ten and Boogie I think at fourteen or something. Yeah. But it's like you look at the distribution and you're like, That that's not a that's not a team that wins a game, but they just somehow pulled it out. Um We'll see. I mean, I, I, I would put my money on uh, not on DeMarcus Cousins having a big game. I, I we, We've seen this. We've ridden this roller coaster before. Um, I, I like Quinn Cook. I, 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 I've been rooting for the dudes since the Rocket series. He had, you know, the crazy thing is we felt like he had a huge footprint on uh, game five. He only made one three-pointer and I think had two assists, right? Uh, it was all very like minor stuff, but just the just the impact he had and JV, you know, Van Gundy pointed this out on one of the plays where, you know, Iggy's just so scared to shoot that Quinn Cook needs to be in in the game for offensive possessions. And he was. He, he was in the game on one of the big clay three-pointers and um, a, a lot of that's credit to, I think, Norman Powell re- refused to leave Quinn Cook, which is probably a bad decision um, on Norman Powell's part. But uh, had that been Iggy, I don't think Norman Powell would have thought twice about that. He would have been closing out on uh, as a help defender. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, just having that additional guy out there is so crucial, you know. It's just like somebody that can shoot the ball and then space the floor. This is what, you know, KD is supposed to bring, you know. And, uh, you know, well, a lot more than that, obviously, too. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, I mean, we absolutely need a giant game from Quinn. So we need, like, you know, I'm not expecting three threes again, but at least two, you know. Yeah, and then, like, another. timely, yeah, yeah, timely threes that, like. We need, like, eight points from two threes and, like, a bucket or, like, you know, a couple free throws or something. You know, it's like, you just, you have to get that from the bench guys. This is what, like, our old rosters would give us yeah, your Barbosa. Mo Buckets. Yeah, your Barbosas, your Mo Buckets. Like, they young would just Sean. come in. Yeah, young Sean. They would just come in and just, like, kill it straight up, you know, yeah, in terms of, like, scoring. Just score the ball. 
like. Yeah, Ian Clark, David West would have some good moments. Like, just yeah, a little, John Clark, Javale. Like, you should rely on Javale for some good offensive minutes. I mean, it, it's it's crazy how thin we are. Um, and let, let's wrap this up talking about one of the reasons why we have no depth is because uh, we signed KD and now we don't have KD. Uh, horrible Achilles injury. Um, you know, uh, kind of going going back to the game itself, kind of questionable minutes management for a guy who is coming off of an injury. Yeah, I, I mean, you and I were kind of like, it was kind of head-scratching too. We were just like, you know, I understand that Kerr said that there was no limit to his minutes and stuff like that in the in the beginning of the game, you know. But um, you know, at some point, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna play in a short burst and you know see how he responds and stuff like that." But you know, at some point, two minutes rest or whatever, you're just like, "This is probably not a good idea for somebody." Coming off a serious injury, you know. Yeah, I don't remember if I was texting with you, but like. There was definitely people I was texting with that, you know, he went out after six minutes and we're like, okay, good, good. You know, that, that's how it should be, right? And then he checks back in like two minutes later and we're like, everyone's like, uh, that was okay. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that doesn't seem right. Um, so it's definitely a little strange. You know, and who knows, right? We don't know if that was the the cause of, uh, you know, an Achilles popping. I mean, did, would another three, four minutes of rest really have made a difference? Who knows? Right. And that's really what this whole thing is. Who knows? Like it was supposed to be a calf injury during the, the Houston Rockets series. I guess it was an Achilles. The Achilles is part of the calf. I'm not a doctor, but that's my understanding of it. It just, I'm not, I'm not mad at anybody. I, I'm more yeah, I think confused. It's, I think it's ridiculous to be mad at anybody because to to think that somebody, especially a team like the Warriors, who have so much to lose by not doing their due diligence, that they would just be like, oh yeah, no, go, no, we, we we need you to play, so you need to play right now, regardless of you know, just rush him back, right? Why would anybody do that to a player, especially in the in the kind of the player empowerment era now, right? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would they do that? You'd be open to malpractice. You'd be open to, you know, people basically shitting on you for being a garbage organization. Like, you just have too much to lose by just being, like, go out there and play. I don't care about your health. Like, what? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and we've seen how the the organization has handled previous injuries, right? I mean, dating back to Steph Curry and his ankles. I mean, granted, the stakes were a lot lower back then. You know, we shut him down for seasons at a time. But even in recent years, like, yeah, he would get hurt. We'd sit him out, like, and he would come back healthy. I, I, I don't I, – I can't remember a time when, you know, Steph – legitimately re-aggravated an injury and like we said oh he came back too soon like there was that one time he was out for you know three three months he came back in JaVale like just fell into yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. That, I mean that was a freak but accident that was a freak thing. accident yeah yeah and that that was one of the things like okay like that's not really negligence on anybody's part um but you know and there was also kind of sloppiness when you know we had Curry late in some meetings game in the regular season and he slipped on a wet spot in New Orleans or something that's kind of a little bit sloppy but still understandable right you want players to kind of keep their rhythm going into the playoffs 
I don't think I've ever seen the Warriors rush a guy back from injury too early and have him miss significantly more time after that. Dude, you're dead. there was an example staring us right in the face. Clay Thompson for Game Three. Yep. Right? Yep. Dude, I was oh, I was even I was like, oh, dude, we just we just need to play Clay, right? And then Warriors were way more passive and way more conservative, and they were like, we're not gonna play him. Yeah. Right. And I was like, dude, this. How can you think a team that just did that to Clay Thompson would go ahead and just like you know force KD or you know don't let him go to additional doctors, second opinions, and all that stuff, and just be like play? No, that doesn't make any sense. Like that's yeah. the part that's like really baffling to me. People would argue, make those arguments. I was like, what? There's no yeah. track record there. <laughs> yeah, and you I think you gave me that little uh snippet of the article, but Kerr confirmed that it you know it wasn't just team doctors that were like, Yep, you're good. Like it were there was the yeah. outside consultant. People asked them today people. in, in, in the, um, the uh the shoot around, like and then or like during media availability, and then Kerr was just like, Yeah, I mean they Kevin had his own doctors. Yep. And they all everyone signed off on it. Multiple people. Like just like Myers said in, in the uh press conference like it was a collaborative effort it wasn't just one person making a decision like what else are we supposed to do in that case right i mean it's just like sometimes it's just garbage luck like you know yeah. correlation and causation are different things you know just because he got hurt you know doesn't mean like you know it was a bad decision you know we were it was a good decision based on the information they had at the time mm-hmm. right i mean you know and then curse said yeah would if i give it with if I was given the chance to make that same decision again, he was like, yeah, I'd make it again. Yeah. Right. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Everybody's telling you he's going to be fine. Yeah. It, it, it all makes sense. I mean, I, you know. It's crazy. The, the, the head scratcher thing, and, you know, really, it's just, like, I, I just need to understand how, like, you know, maybe technology just isn't there yet to tell us, you know, how badly a calf is injured or, you know, how that affects other things in the long term and what shows up in the MRI and what still might be hidden from the MRI. You know, I, I think there's definitely going to be a deep dive into all these things. But as far as, you know, the resources we had and the knowledge at our hands, I think there was no negligence on anybody's part. So I, I think the whole blame game thing is, is a little absurd. And if, you know, if Katie was legitimately upset, you know, if Katie and his camp were legitimately upset, I think we'd hear about it for now. Yeah. We would hear about it or we, we would see nothing on social media from Katie. Right. Yeah. It'd be like, dude, you fuckers like screwed me. Yeah. He might pull Constance Wu and, you know, say dislike. Dislike. I'm so fucking pissed right now. <laughs> I, I wanted. Hate, I hate making money. <laughs> I'm so pissed that my team has to play another game. It ruined my chance to get to New York a day earlier. I don't know. <laughs> Good effort. Good effort. Good effort. Um, well, I, I guess I'll, I'd wrap this up with just saying, you know, for I, I've never been the biggest. Uh, KD fan. I, I think he's done awesome things for this team. I think he's kind of a strange dude, a little childish at times, but very strange. Um, dude. But well, all things considered, you know, I, I I think because of what he just did in Game Five, and what he laid out on the line, and what he sacrificed, I don't like. I, I'm going to look back on these KD years a lot more fondly than I would have, even if we had 
done the three-peat and KD had been healthy. I, I think regardless of the outcome of this NBA Finals, I think, you know, I I, I will look back on these past couple of years with KD and, and be be a lot more positive about it than 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 I would have been otherwise. I probably would have just shrugged my shoulders and been like, yeah, well, you know, we had KD, so. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, he's so good. I mean, I, I don't know how you can kind of, it's hard to think like, oh, you know, having this guy's, you know, who was a little weird, and, you know, you know, insecure and all these different things. But I mean, still, it's just, you know, top three talent in the league, you know, doesn't matter. All those things, like you just, we just had this incredible player that was here for three years. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, all that stuff is all just moot at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, James, it's uh, getting late. We need to rest up. I, uh, I'm actually hanging around my office to watch uh, to watch Game Six after work. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm ready to accept a, a possible loss uh, of the series. Uh, game five would have hurt a lot. I think game six, you know, we, we, we gave it all. And I think I'm satisfied even if we lose. By the way, what's your prediction? I didn't even ask you. Uh, I mean, I think Vegas we... has Warriors by two. <laughs> Warriors by two and, well, two and a half. So. Still crazy. Three, that is fucking points, bonkers. Yeah. People, um, people must have made a killing off of Vegas. I think Vegas is going to get a go <laughs> go under another recession, a mini recession within its city limits because I don't know who the fuck is setting these Warriors lines, but it's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, minus two and a half. I think we win, but it'll be a close one. So you know, I'm I'm pretty much in line with what Vegas thought was going to um, happen. I think it'll be like a you know two or three point win. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think I think I don't think it's a close game. I think we we get blown out or we blow them out. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lean toward us blowing them out. Boys. Yeah. Not yep. confident uh, about the, that. Uh, the, the, I'm saying the, I I'm not. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. And, and nobody nobody should be confident about that. But I I just don't see. I I think uh, somebody goes down big early on, and if the Raptors go down big early on, I think they'll just fold. I, I think what's the point of trying to to risk you know uh, risk the You're, feeling that they won't figure it out? It's crazy that you think. I mean, I guess we did it once in that third quarter in, in game two, so it's yeah. not crazy for us to go on a run even without KD. Like you know, it's you know yeah. could definitely happen. Like you know, we just get out and play hard, and you know. Yeah, and the eighteen zero run was over the course of like six minutes. Yeah. It's not like we fucking barraged them in like you know a three minute span. That's the thing, right? We like think about it. we ended the game on a nine two run over the course of three minutes. Like, yeah. who, who's to say that we can't do an eighteen to four run over the course of six minutes? Yeah, you know, it, it's and that those are the sort of runs that that, that get us the it can get us towards a blowout. Um, and again, like I said, I, I think the Raptors, you know, if they, they go into third quarter, they're down 18 with, you know, two minutes left in the third. Like they might just fold. Yeah. You might as well just shut it down. I mean, you have a game seven at home, like, you know, yeah. like, you know, and Kawhi's hurt and, you know, exactly. guys, are, you know, tired and stuff, you, you know, just shut them down early, like, you know, um, and then see what happens. I do. I, I mean, I definitely do see that if we, if there's some sort of blowout, then definitely I could see 
Raptor just shutting that shit down, like, you know, yeah. and then just hoping that, you know, they're ready for a game seven. But yeah. I think it'll be close. I think, boy, I really hope the crowd shows up at Oracle. Oh, my God. And that's the problem, right? Are, are the people dropping, you know, are the old Asian dudes like our parents who are dropping, you know, thousands of dollars on this game? Are they the ones that are really going to be yelling? <laughs> they're, the, they're the ones that are going to be punching Kyle Lowry, but uh, not necessarily yelling to, to cheer on the team. So Yeah, hey, like, this won't be a douchebag white guy. Oh, wait, there's a bunch of those also. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious how much uh, – how much if social media has found uh, who that white guy was, uh, the one that was waving at KD. That was just um, like, this, this is so bad, dude. Like, yeah. it's just like, what led you to, like, do that? Okay, yeah. I can I can already answer that question. It was the alcohol, probably, so. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's true. that was probably wasted. <laughs> All righty. Well, James, this is, uh, this has been fun, and I, I hope we, we get to do a pregame seven episode. Yeah, hopefully this is not the last one of the season. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Go Dubs. Go Dubs.